Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun, and probably this is your sneak peek at next week with Kyle and Drew, episode number 366, where we'll be talking about comics originally releasing. Drew, we're already into March, March 1st, 2017. But Drew, before we get into what's happening in the world of comics and what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, hey, we have yet another iTunes review. Woo! Yeah, and this is from our good friend, Julie, from VIP Comics. Of course, she uh, puts in the titles C4-FAP, <laughs> the much maligned name of Comics for Fun and Profit that we've bantied about. She says, it's a fantastic comic book podcast. And she starts her review like this. This is a great comic book podcast. How great is it? Well, I downloaded iTunes on my computer just to write this review. Wow. That doesn't sound like a resounding endorsement. You need to understand the context. See, I worked really, really hard to get iTunes off of my computer. It was stuck on my computer, all CVC host style, and kept re-downloading all of my audio files, leaving me with a very slow computer. So I'm all like, Drew and Kyle are worth the risk. I would write more, but I've already did, and iTunes hates poor people and can't afford that can't afford I, Apple crap, so they keep intentionally <laughs> deleting my amazing review. Here's the DL. First, Kyle, the amazing auctioneer, gives the fastest introduction ever. Thank you. <laughs> then Drew reads in response to emails and comments from listeners. Kyle also then comments. They cover comic books, book-related news, but both guys are legit and keep it real. Yep. Then they preview new books and talk about about making money, or at least trying to subsidize some of our comic book addictions. Thank you for the podcast, guys. So that Ain't was that a, the truth? Yeah, an awesome review from Julie, and I struggled with the exact same thing with iTunes. I was very meticulous with the way my music is sorted, and then I had everything in folders and everything, and then iTunes comes in, and it creates an iTunes folder and puts half of it in there, and then, oh, it's a nightmare. So I also deleted it from mine. I just happened to have the phone is the best way for me to do iTunes. So you don't you don't have iTunes on your computer? No, I'm one of those people that never backs up their phone and doesn't have iTunes on my computer because it it slogs and it changes the way I file and organize things. It's a nightmare. I hate it. So that absolutely resonates with me, Julie, just how much you went through to write that review. And I, for one, am super, super, super appreciative because uh, I know just what a pain in the butt iTunes can be. So, you, so maybe we should make a better effort... To uh, you know, in addition to Stitcher, um, maybe we should reach out to some of those other pod services. Um, I don't know what they are off the top of my head. I have to do a little research to find out. But um, we want to be where you are. So um, if there is a, you know, iTunes was the easy, you know, the the big elephant in the room, and uh, then we were on Stitcher as well, and um, maybe. Maybe there's some other options that I haven't been paying attention to that I should look into to get our podcast out there to uh, multiple. You know, I don't. Is SoundCloud still a thing? Is that yeah, a it thing? definitely is. But it, I think it's difficult to get on SoundCloud, or we'd have to make more effort. I think. Oh, uh, I don't like more effort. Nah, that's where we draw the line. <laughs> but, but of we, course, Apple is the big thing, and everybody talks about iTunes review, and it seems to actually proliferate quite a bit. It um, has, so. it has put, it has elevated us to the uh, actual page. So when you uh, when you type in comics or comic books, we pop up. There you I go. mean, can you believe it? It only took three hundred plus episodes to do so, and a lot of effort from you folks, the listener. We appreciate that, and. Um, so we so we are relevant as far as iTunes is concerned, and um, 
we will just continue to put out our little podcast and uh, I hope folks continue to find it. We And we appreciate when you do. You also can um, go to Comics for Fun and Profit. No, it's comicsfunprofit.com. You created these links, sir. Please get them correctly. I, I created a bevy of links that none of them match, so uh, it's my fault. First rule uh, of marketing, um, make things the same. <laughs> make it make branding easy. Uh, so comicsfunprofit.com is our website where all our links are housed. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes at Comics for Fun and Profit. You can email us, comics4funandprofit at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook and Twitter at some of those combinations. Uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll, get, they'll get you there. Um, <laughs> we, we get lots of wonderful feedback from our friends and listeners. We appreciate it very much. And what I am super psyched right off the top of the bat is from Michael Lamb who is giving us new information on the Image Comics 25th anniversary blind box. Which I is saw com- that, yeah. Which is coming to stores tw- on July 25th. I saw everything but a price. I will give you the price. The right. price is $125. That's that's the horrible, bad, terrible news. Um, but here's the good news. In celebration of Image Comics' 25th anniversary, Image Comics is printing uh, 1,992 blind boxes because they started in 1992. Um, when I was a young lad and you were even a younger lad, um, in commemoration of the company's founding, the Image 25th anniversary blind box is available on July 19th. It says July 19th here, and he said 25th up there, so I don't know which is right. Uh, each Image Comics uh, 25th anniversary blind box contains an assortment of 25 polybagged comics comprised of 17 all-new 2017 series featuring limited edition variant covers only available in this box. So that's less than 2,000 print run, folks. Each comic is bagged in opaque black poly to keep every comic a surprise. So then, do you open it? Do you not open it? Oh, that's tough. Each box may also include a randomized mix of the following variants. I don't know how many of these you get. Maybe you get one. Maybe you get none. Maybe you get multiples. I don't know. The 25th anniversary variant cover, a black and white 25th anniversary cover, a virgin 25th anniversary cover, a virgin 25th black and white anniversary cover, a blank wraparound sketch, an extremely rare sketch cover drawn by each series artist, 25 copies per series of the 17 selected launches, uh, exclusive and, and including a su- exclusive Walking Dead, here's Negan number one, that is only limited to 500 copies. The first 24 pages of Negan's origin story printed in a single issue format for the first and only time which is in image plus uh magazine you can get four pages at a time no two page how many pages at a time yeah two pages at a time over yeah, two pages at a time times 12 issues times 12 yeah issue series or um, page series uh for the first and only time so 
Uh, that's cool. I'd like to have one of those bad boys. I'd also like to have a sketch cover from a series artist from of one of those 17 series launches from 1992. That'd be pretty cool. I'd like any of the anniversary sketches. That would be nice. Um, but it's $125. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you do? What do you do? Okay, you're Kyle and Drew, and we love. Kyle and Drew, we lo- in order to prove your relevance in the comic book industry, you buy one. You love comics. I do, and you love Image. I do, and that's two things that we love very much. And they're putting out this interesting thing that's limited. We talk about speculation and rarity. They're talking about this limited box. Uh, and we have the opportunity to buy one of those for $125. Do we spend $125 without telling our wives Ooh. <laughs> that we've done so and uh, to get this box? And is it is it cool? Is it as cool as I think it is? 17 comics. Okay, so there's three com three bucks a piece. That's sixty bucks. Um, and then the 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 crazy variants. You might get one. You might not. It, it says may include a randomized mix. I don't know if that means you're gonna get something. You don't know how how many of those you're gonna get. You get one of those original sketch covers by the original series artist. That's kind of priceless, almost. And you get the one in five hundred, Walking Dead. Here's Negan. Eek! It sounds uh, so tempting, mm-hmm. so tempting. I I don't know. What do you What do you want to do? You're getting twenty five comics in this. It contains twenty five polybagged comics, comprised of seventeen all new series and limited edition stuff like that. I oh mean, oh 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 oh! I didn't I I did not suss that out. Yes. Okay. So you're getting twenty five comics. Seventeen are all new series. And then the other uh, eight could be any of those in the mix. Or, yeah, who knows? I mean, uh, okay, so how many... When Diamond ships out a image retailer and send a variant that's one per store, how many is that? How many... Did we say there's like between two and three thousand? Yeah, we think that's one in between one and... uh, Between two and three thousand, yeah. And this is limited to... 1995. 1992. 1995. So you've got almost only half of the amount of what we consider the uh, one per store variants, which go anywhere from 20 to $200 each. True. And these True. are less than half of those out there with the ability to get way less than those out there. True, and you know you're gonna if you get if you're lucky enough to get the Walking Dead here's Negan, that's a one in five hundred. Mm-hmm. But you know, out of the nineteen ninety two that are being sold, half of them will be chunked up and sold on eBay. So you, the market will flood immediately, right? But I think there's still enough money out there that everybody's gonna want these. I think so too, and. and what are you going to do if you if you put $125 down and you don't get the Negan book? Then you have 25 things that most of your friends will not have 
which still makes <laughs> which still is cool. I mean, you're getting twenty five bucks for essentially five, five bucks, bucks a piece. Okay, and I would do that mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. I have done that. Absolutely, I've done more than that. Yep. So why would the reason I'm not doing it automatically is because the sticker shock. Yep. $125 is a lot. I, yes. I don't I don't buy. I love artist editions. I love to look at them. I don't buy them because they're over $100. Mm-hmm. Expensive. But you and I are jaded and we're used to getting a a, a bump off of our comics through, through mail order. Yes. So you're going to have and to get over that. It, 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 these probably are not going to be available through DCBS with, at a discount, are they? No, I, I am guessing not. Yeah. Mm. Still pretty sweet. Yep. Thank you, Michael. Uh, so we're going to have to order these in March for July. We better, yeah, we better, you know, 1992, that's one per store. Let, let's say there's 2,000 comic stores. If each store wants to have one, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to figure out how to even get them. Mm-hmm. Can you just call them up? Can you just go to the on online store and pick them up? I don't. I don't know. I don't if you know go how to it works. Go collect comics.gocollect.com. It has a whole write up on the thing, and then there's a button that says where to buy. That button does nothing at the moment. Oh, oh! You've already been. You've already looking this. Looking into this. Mm-hmm. You already got. You got your card. Your credit card out. You ready to go? Mm-hmm. I I apologize, Drew, but I did not take you on your word as you read this. I did my own research while you were reading, and uh, wow. it's, it's legitimately. And uh, I'm I'm unable to find it right now. Wow. So we are unable to order yet, but they will go on in March, and I'm guessing they will be gone in March. Nice. So decide now, because you'll have to jump early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you think they'll, those two, 2,000 will go quick? Yes. All right. So, um, yeah, uh, don't tell my wife. I might buy this as well. <laughs> Nobody, everybody shush. Everybody shush. You're sworn to secrecy. Okay. Well, Wade Le- Ledden says, hey, did you boys there at CFF&P? <laughs> oh, my God. This is catching on. Forget about the fix coming back from a break. I was at work listening, so maybe I missed it. I think he did, Wade, because I think Kyle talked about uh, the fix coming back with number eight and how he was going to read uh, all the issues to kind of uh, in a row to kind of get caught back up, right? Isn't that yep, what you yep, said? Yep, exactly. We talked about it being a four issue run on each trade, and then I was going to reread them all. Because you were excited about it coming back and um, like the like the book a lot, and mm-hmm. I can't blame you because it's a good book. Uh, From our boy Nick Spencer. Yes, uh, Michael says shout out to Kyle for helping me figure out my Marvel graphic novel number four was a first print. What's that about? Yeah, he was. Uh, since I, I I've liked and commented on a couple of Michael Lamb's things on Facebook. He just kind of shows up on my feed at all times now. Um, so he had a question about one of his books 
And um, my usual resource for if it's a first print or what the difference is in first prints is I go to my comic book realm, which is where I kind of house my collection and log it. And okay. It, it normally tells me what the difference is and shows me pictures of A, B, C, and D. Um, so seeing what his book looked like, I was able to go to that one and find that if it had the single price variant in the top left corner and it didn't have U.S. slash Canada, um, that was his first print. So he has a, a really nice book and he has the first print and uh, it, it's very nice, but I was able to toss him a, a picture of what I was finding and we corroborated a few times and uh, he, he does indeed have the first print. What is Marvel graphic novel number four? What is that? Um, it is a, it's a collection of, uh, I'm not sure I didn't, I didn't go into exactly what it is, but it's a pretty rad little book. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, he says on the comicinvest.com message boards, that is, um, Another good site you should check out, comicinvest.com. Message boards, a retailer sponsoring an exclusive variant give an insider's look at the process. Marvel and DC require a minimum of 3,000 print run. I'm assuming indie publishers don't require this since we see some store variant print runs of 175. It's usually twelve thousand to fifteen thousand dollars upfront fee to get going. That's why some stores team up to split the cost. Definitely a risky proposition, but it offers an immediate cash flow influx and great exposure for the store. So, mm-hmm. this is an ex- this is a um, uh, to get those store variants for a, a, a minimum three thousand print run. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I don't know how a store uh, does that. Yeah, we're actually seeing the price creep up quite a bit on these. Because, like, the latest J. Scott Campbell one that I'm obsessed with, um, the price just seems to be getting a little too high. And out of, I think, yeah, it's the one for the Amazing Spider-Man 25, which has uh, a really cool version of Spider-Gwen, Black Cat, and uh, Mary Jane in Spider-Man's uniform. The, it's got the hero costumes at 3,300 copies, street clothes at 2,700 copies, and the distraught red 1,500 copies. But like the cup, well, where's the price on that? I remember seeing the price and just thinking it's getting a little higher than I want on those. Wow! How? how yeah, it's ninety-two dollars for the three books unsigned. People love J. Scott Gamble. But You're one I, of them. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Actually, yeah. The, the one I'm obsessed with most is the Tyler Kirkman variant of something just came in that looked really good. But yeah, they're getting... I mean, I understand they're going out on a limb on these kind of things, but man, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, God Country number one's print run is 14,000 copies. Overnight, it has shot to 25 to 30 bucks mm-hmm. for cover A, 15 to 20 for cover B. Ceiling on this one is going to be huge. Yeah, exactly. That's the, I mean, some people may say, man, it's kind of boring when you guys get into the, the numbers and the sales numbers and the top tens and all this stuff. But that print run can really establish a ceiling on there because there's books that you're like, oh, it was great. I can't believe I got a hold of it. And you're like, oh, there's 65,000 of them. Okay, if I can get three times cover, I'm, I'm flipping it because there's too many and the, flood, the market's right. flooded. Okay. Ooh, it only sold 10,000. That means there are so few. If it catches any amount of heat, it'll be an $80 book. Right, and so uh, that's why you you would 
hold on to that, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, again, it depends on the market. If the market hits that eighty dollars, and that's kind of where you see based on your print run, then mm-hmm. you can flip it good. And that's what happened. That's what's happened in this case. The numbers hit, and people are like, "Oh, it's more rare than I thought." Wow. Let me make sure I snag it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was able to snag Heathen number one. He says, "Nice, a great first issue." Sending DCBS an email and adding number two to my order. Mm. Now we kind of missed on Heathen, and I'll take the brunt on that because it was kind of one that I said I don't have a lot of faith in, um, yeah. and I think it was the reason that it's been a comic before and it's technically being reprinted. It had a Kickstarter campaign, so those are things that I often say. Those are cool, but technically, these the book that's coming out Wednesday isn't the one you want to have necessarily. Yeah. So that's the re- so I think this is a sh- kind of a short term flip because of that. But uh, you know, there's not a lot of vault comics out there, so um, it's it's good. I, and I missed that one. So if you got it, very good. And also, uh, I think uh, the other reason I was scared off is Tess Fowler on our, on a cover art. Yeah, there you go. That's uh... but yeah, I misspoke. I don't know that this was a comic somewhere else. I, I think I read that somewhere, but I don't know for sure. Um, uh, we've got uh, because uh, Wolf Wolf Warner also reached on Twitter and talked about how hot that book was. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Wolf says, uh, "Heathen hottest spec book this week sold out." Um, and Vault Comics making moves indeed. He You're also gonna need more than one book to make a move. He also uh, reached out and asked us, um, "What's the deal with DCBS?" Um, I, he he, of course, lives in um, uh, New York City, and so he has his choice of every dang beautiful comic shop in the world. He has no problem getting his comics. But he's curious because we mention it a lot. And uh, so what's the deal with DCBS? Nothing. And until they pay us money, we will not say what we like about DCBS. I will will anyway. Um, I have have a a crappy local comic shop that's about 30 minutes from my house. It's the closest one. I I can get to better ones 45 minutes to an hour, but I don't choose to do that. Um, so it's always a hassle. I've had pull lists with said LCS and my stuff has come in, uh, damaged or, uh, missing. And somehow, um, I don't get my stuff that I pre-ordered. Uh, it's been a big hassle. <coughs> saga one. <coughs> saga number one. Thank you very much. A hundred dollar book that I don't have. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so DCBS gives you 40 to 50% off the cover price. Uh, you're pretty much guaranteed you're going to get your comic. Uh, and then you have someone else to bag and border board it for you. Um, so you get it in pretty much pristine condition. Um, I'd like to say 9.8s, but I don't know. Uh, and you just go set up an account. And once a month you go and you pick the books you want two or three months in advance. And by the deadline... And uh, it's it's pretty easy. Uh, the downside is you don't get your new books on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get them once a week, but they usually come in on Friday. Uh, uh, so you, you gotta 
wait those couple extra days, uh, sometimes Saturdays, uh, depending on shipping. You can get them twice a month or you can get them every month. It's, a, it's up to you. Um, and, you, of course, you're paying a little premium for that. And uh, I like them. Uh, they do not, yeah, they don't sponsor us. And, and but they, they do offer good service. They've been very kind uh, when I needed to add something late. Uh, but they also sometimes don't honor the final order cutoff. So when we see like a second print of 7 to Eternity with a new cover and the final order cutoff hasn't passed, um, I've sent them emails and they'd be like, yep, too late. We can't get those, even though I did get there in the deadline. So it's kind of, they're not, they're not perfect, um, but they're pretty good. Yeah. And, and the fact that my, my books come packed in styrofoam peanuts already bagged and boarded, beautifully taken care of. And I don't get screwed out of them. Uh, that's the stuff I like. So, um, it, yeah, so I, I can trade off the, the delays and um, the occasionally not being able to get um, a second print or some kind of lower print run thing that's after a final order cutoff. I, I can take that, that downside because I like, I like them um, for that reason. But if you can walk into Midtown anytime you want to in NYC, uh, you're going to be able to get anything you want anytime you want for cover. And, um, so that's, that's also preferable. I would like that, but I don't have access to that store. So that's why we go, that's why we go that way. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, and then of course, um, Wolf gives the obligatory update on how Moon Girl's doing. Ooh, I was just wondering that. (laughs) Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is way up. He says the average price of an i8 is almost $50. And he's seeing uh, the last couple of sales. Or maybe that was you chiming in on that. The last couple of okay. sales. Uh, $99. Uh, 99 beans. So he thinks he's on to something. Um, uh, so uh, a $100 book? Is it really a $100 book? The, the, yeah, uh, the in- encapsulated, like graded. Oh, okay. Okay, that's CGC book. Yeah. Okay, well then, that I get. I was going to say, if it's $100 raw, I would say, um, dang, that's pretty impressive. But still, $100 sealed up is pretty good, too. Yeah, relevance and movement's good on that. Yeah, that is that is cool. Uh, and uh, you can uh, rub it in our face, Wolf, because you've been, you've been touting that book from the very beginning for a long time. Secretly, hey, I have a couple of copies of the number one, but... They're just chilling. They're just chilling, holding on, waiting, waiting for that movie mm-hmm. to come out. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to the good folks at Alterna Comics. They sent me a press release with some of the the covers of some of their upcoming books. And uh, just as a reminder, a lot of their books are coming out this May, so the next pre order cycle. Make sure to check out Alterna Comics because. Um, they are uh, putting prices back to 1989, so they're going to be between a dollar and a dollar ninety-nine. They're bringing back newsprint. Some of the comics that are coming out: Amazing Age, 
Lilith Dark, uh, Amazing Age, Lilith Dark, both come out May 3rd, as does, uh, I can't read it, Adam Wreck, I think is the name of it. Croak comes out May 3rd. On June 7th is Trespasser. Mother Russia comes out June 14th. The Chair comes out June 21st. And hmm, Squash, Squashaw, Scrimshaw, Scrimshaw maybe, June 28th. I can't read it. But <laughs> uh, check out alternacomics.com for a list of all their upcoming comics. They look pretty cool. Uh, they're going to be on newsprint. Different quality of printing, but a different price point. We're looking at a, between a dollar and dollar ninety nine for these comics, um, minus whatever discounts you can get. I can't wait to check this out. I'm all in on them. I'm going to support uh, by buying every single one of their number ones. And. Uh, I, I, I just think this is the kind of thing that if comic shops support this, this would be really cool and you can um, it'd be a good ground floor way to way, way for people to try new stuff out. I think that's awesome. Um, you can um, also sign up for their newsletter on alternatecomics.com uh, and if you do that, they'll give you 30 free digital comics. 30 three zero that's a nice that's a nice bit of swag for just uh, giving them your email which I think is pretty cool um, and hey if you if you have a company you can even advertise in their comics for as little as twenty dollars so you could be um, get an ad in one of their comics for 20 bucks that's pretty cheap. I thought about doing that for Comics for Fun and Profit, and I think I missed the deadline. I don't know. Is it still going on? I think it is. I might do that. I think <laughs> maybe maybe we should put a Comics for Fun and Profit ad in there to show our support uh, for 20 bucks. Um, that'd be fun. We should do that. We'll see um, how long they hold the line at $1.99. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's pretty, that's pretty awesome and um, um, pretty darn cool. Um, if we slide over to Comicron, we got the we got the comic sales numbers for uh, January, and I believe Kyle said there would only be three comics over a hundred thousand, and I said no, 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 no. At least just we'll get four because of Justice League uh, Power Rangers number one. I was wrong. Kyle's right. Boom. Oh. Uh, uh, so it was uh, U.S. Avengers. With their how many covers do we think they have for that A garbage can full of covers? And we were assuming that would be at le- I said at least a quarter million. You might have said three thirty three. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Only a hundred and ten thousand. Which how, I, yeah, how disappointing that's is that? I mean, that's that's insanely low for that for that product. Which means people are tired of that kind of thing, and uh, retailers, uh, your 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 comic book shops did not go anywhere close to all in on that. In fact, they looks like they did not spec at all on that kind of thing. Um, so from a spec point of view, because it only did a hundred and ten thousand, I don't know how many of those were just cover A's. I would guess the majority. Mm-hmm. Um. Those state covers, are they going to be super hot? 
No. Like nobody cares now. Nobody's gonna care again. Too late. It's too late now, and it, it was mm-hmm. such it was such a dud that there's no like Hawaii is not going to be with our friend Jason and over in Hawaii. It's not going to be like super hot because there's like seven of them in the country. Right. Um, I'm just wondering. I mean, there can't be that many. There's sixty. There's sixty covers. Mm-hmm. There's fifty three. Um, 53, 53 state variants plus the other one, so yeah, 60. So, I mean, there can't be a lot of them. I mean, just, I just, I just even if it only did 60,000 on it of cover A, mm-hmm. that still doesn't leave a lot for all those other ones. So, those are super hot. I would think if you go, if you, if there's, if there's a state cover on the rack at your, comic shop um by definition it's rare comparatively and you should pick it up for cover right am i am i wrong it can't i mean if it's there sure pick it up but i i i'm not going to i'm not going to seek it out so you're not you wouldn't pick up a state cover knowing that the numbers are much lower than we thought they would be no no okay all right I think there's built in I think there's way... built in scarcity based on the fact that it was it had underwhelming sales. Mm-hmm. But also because it had underwhelming sales, that means not, not nobody was that interested. Yeah. So then maybe there's no long term value either. So I can see both sides. Um I still think if if I saw a non cover A, I think I'd pick it up if it was cover. So you you're like, ooh, I gotta have Puerto Rico. Well, if it's sitting there, there's can't be that many of them, uh-huh. based on the fact that not many sold, and so that therefore it's 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 a it's a rare variant to me. Okay. I mean, you can still get you can right now go and for twenty five bucks get the one per store variant of U.S. Avengers. So there's only two thousand of those. Yeah. First print cover A is going, yeah, for nothing. Yeah. And it, if you read it, it wasn't great. Mm-mm. Looks um, like so, people are clamoring a little bit for uh, Deadpool on the Canadian variant. Maybe there's a little tiny bit of movement, but. Other than that, no. Uh, so it sold 110,000. Uh, pretty disappointing. 110,000, if there can be such a thing. Uh, yeah, Batman. of want, want, number one. Yeah, of a one. Yeah, it's a number one, sold over 100,000, and we're like, ooh, that's awful. Well, it, it is awful when you have 60 variant covers. That's yeah, no crazy. Uh, Batman 14 and 15 sold uh, 106,000 and 102,000, and that was it. <laughs> Nothing else over 100,000. Um, I, I thought there'd be more. And uh, Batman holding super steady uh, when you look at that issue 14. Only down fifteen hundred books from issue thirteen, and then down another four thousand to issue fifteen on that. So holding steady, but probably getting probably dipping under a hundred thousand next month unless something changes. Yeah, probably, uh, probably by uh, seventeen. I'm guessing it might be it might dip. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Justice League Justice League Power Rangers that came in uh, huge drop down to eighty six thousand. Walking Dead did eighty five thousand. All Star Batman eighty four. 
another big drop, another 10,000 unit drop down to Justice League Su Suicide Squad 3 at 74,000. Monsters Un Unleashed at 74,000. Another disappointing debut at number one, um, but it was a $5 book, so I can understand that. Um, uh, Amazing Spider-Man cracked the top 10 at number nine with 73,000. And Justice League uh, did 72,000 rounding out the top 10. Um, not that many in the 70s even. Um, before Once you get to um, out of the top 15, uh, Detective drops down to 64,000 at rank 16. Hmm. Detective 948. Um, I, I f it feels like... Um, it feels like a precipitous drop from the highs of Rebirth, does it not? It does. It definitely does. It, it really does. Um, anything uh, pop out at you on this uh, list? Yeah, we also we talked a bit about Star Wars coming in at rank 11. Uh, mm -hmm. Number 27, <laughs> back to 72,331. We talked about it shooting up to 104. Uh, yeah. With its issue twenty six, now back down to seventy two thousand three thirty one, which is pretty close to where it was um, in November when it came out with issue number twenty five at seventy five thousand. So, just twenty six being the aberration, jumping up that large amount, and then right exactly back down to where it would be uh, prior to that. Kind of cool, kind of interesting. Um, Abstract Studios. Uh, which is uh, Motor Girl, and uh, that third issue is down to 8,400, holding steady. Um, so I, I think that's pretty solid. It's all the way down at 200, though. Um, Dollface from Action Lab, which was a great book, if you haven't read it. I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, little uh, mature themes in there, oh, don't mm -hmm. forget. Um and, and a hot spec book out on the market. Uh, it sold 11,600 copies, so it's going to maintain that value. Uh, so if you pick those up, good on you. I, if I remember correctly, I saw that. I saw the, the, the two problems I saw with the tall face in the solicit. It did look interesting. Mm -hmm. um, it was Action Lab, and I have had no luck with Action Labs from a spec point of view. Um, and it was a four ninety nine book. Yeah. Those those two things together made me shy away. And then those of you who were not deterred by that, you guys are making mad bank because I think that's at least a twenty or thirty dollar book right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um so good good on you. Um and I should have had some um cajones and stuck and picked up on that because it did look good. Um, from one thing to keep an eye on, real quick. Um, mm -hmm. At rank twenty four, we got Venom number three. Uh, number three having a print run at fifty five thousand two fifty five. Number yeah. two was down to thirty eight thousand, so it had a forty five percent jump between two and three. So we what? talk about two being a low spot on a lot of books. Two is a giant low spot on Venom. Um, so there are a lot less Venom number twos than there are ones and threes. Um, you don't normally see it that low, but yeah, there are a just a canyon less on Venom number two. So that's one to check out. Wow, that 
is a huge drop, and I didn't even notice that. Um, so twos could be on the shelves at some comic shops, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we because it's check not a great out. book. But it's not a great book. No. If people are reading it, and if the numbers on three are similar to what the actual reading numbers are, then those people could not get a hold of twos, and they want it. Uh, and we got some some. It, this is going to be weird, but like forty seven, we have Saga forty one reorder numbers for the push print on the re when we redid it, and then of course at rank fifty we have Saga forty two the end coming out there at forty two thousand five sixty seven. Um, of course, Saga forty one the one that was supposed to come out in December, but had the the bad print cover, so actually ended up coming out in January, and that's where at rank forty seven you get your reorder numbers on all that. Yeah, I, ha- I had a little information on that. Um, if I can find it really quickly. Uh, let's see. Where is that? Okay. Uh, Saga 41. The image book produced in December with a cover printing error. error. It appears that most re- retailers received the book. And, and the book made the charts in December. Mm-hmm. And then many of the error copies are now on eBay. Mm-hmm. In January, replacement copies were sent at no cost, mm-hmm. and then the dollar ranking of the issue was way up at 548th place. The fact that it appears on the rankings at all may attribute to retailers having paid regular wholesale price for a small fraction of those copies. Reorders received after December issues cut off. Interesting, the number of replacement copies Diamond shipped in January was slightly smaller than the number appearing in December's charts. That's what I was going to say. It looked didn't look like the exact number from when we originally shipped them in December. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at the two covers side by side. And, and yes, it's slightly darker. Um, and Fiona is it's probably almost unseeable. A, it's probably a, is probably a perfectionist and said, oh, Jesus you can't even see his jacket that well. Um, but I would not have known there was anything wrong with that. Would you? Yeah, you can, you can see that Alana's real tough to see. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, okay, yeah. Now, now I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. yeah. It's, it, it's not just that. It's not just Marco. Holy friggin' crap. Yes. Okay, check it. U.S. Avengers. We just spent eight... Ten minutes talking about that, right? Right. U.S. Avengers number two also came out in January. Where do you think that bad boy is? Um, I'm I'm gonna say it dropped fifty percent down to fifty-five. Keep 000. going. Let, let's let's give me a bigger number than that, homie. The seventy-five percent. Seventy-three percent dropped down to twenty-nine five twenty-three. So the actual number of people reading U.S. Avengers is less than thirty thousand. So do not pick them up because nobody cares already. <laughs> so I'm glad I I'm glad I talked you guys up to that. Yeah, I hope you rank didn't run 94, out to it. Rank 94 U.S. Avengers number two. Want want. So Thanks so you're saying they shouldn't have paused after I said that and ran out to their LCS to pick up those? Yes, yes, yes. Correct. I I still think there's something there, and I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna if my eyes see something U.S. Avengers non cover A, I'm gonna still think about it. Man, you, dude, Marvel books are just chunking. We talk about 45 to 50 maybe the proliferation between 1 and 2. Hawkeye from 1 to 2, 61% drop. Gamora 1 and 2, 61% drop. 
Nova 1 and 2, 60% drop. Raccoon 1 and 2, 62% drop. Well, you know why? Star-Lord 1 and 2, 62% drop. They're doing that overshipping. I know they are. And And that's propping up those number ones. And um, chickens come home to roost, man. You can't get away with that. Mosaic died on the vine. 65% 65% down between 3 and 4, down to 11,000. Hey, in humans, nobody cares. Yeah, and and it's sad, and I feel bad, but Marvel has nobody to blame for themselves for putting out 100 books a month. Ghost Driver 3, down to 22,000, down 40, 40% from 2 to 3. Yeah, yeah. Put out 50 books. Don't No more than that. Don't and, put out more than 50 books. Uh, didn't we talk about January being an up month? Yeah, we it did. It doesn't seem like it. It, it just doesn't seems like seem everybody like took it. the month off. It, it does not seem like it, but that's what the early returns were. That it compared, it was even bigger than the Star Wars year mm-hmm. last year. Um, if we look at uh, some publisher uh, that I like is Aftershock. Uh, a couple of their titles that are in this top three hundred, um, top four hundred. Um, Animosity, The Rise, number one, 8,400. That's pretty good for a small publisher like that. Uh, Shipwreck, which is the only book of theirs on this list that I'm not reading. It's third issue, sold 6,300. Black Eyed Kids, which I really enjoy, uh, only sold 2,100 copies for its 10th issue. And is all the way down to 380. And uh, Captain Kid, which I'm dropping... Uh, sold 2,000 copies. Um, so, Aftershock, I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, a, as a publisher, I don't know if their you know, business model supports books at the 2,000 level. I, I don't know if that's enough yeah. for them to be sustainable because I really think the quality of the writing, art, um, the whole package of their stuff has been great, and I've liked a lot of their stuff, but I don't know if that's good enough yeah. uh, for them, I, and I worry. Numbers on number ones for January that we want to look at, the WWE book at 20871 so that's pretty cool. Uh, Curse Words, number one, selling 18162 Good ceiling on that one, but making your one in your store variants uh, look like a one in ten. Oh. Um, God Country number one, 14,322. So we talked about that being a good thing. Um, we talked about Dollface. Loose Ends number one, just above 10,000 at 10,847. Um, the Few from Image ten, sold few copies at 10,571. <laughs> uh, Slayer Repentless from Dark Horse, 10,216 between two covers there. Um,. I don't care about the other ones there. Animosity, The Rise, uh, the uh, spinoff number one book from that, selling 8473 so it's good that Animosity could spin off and get some good numbers on that one as well. Which Is that even better than what the current book is selling? I think yes, it is. I think it is. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, your LCSs are, are looking at that going, oh, cool, I can market this as something people have heard about and more people will snag up this one. And, and now it's a number one. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Albatross Funny Books. My big score with their first, no, for the number one for Hillbilly. Uh, the fifth issue selling 10,000 copies. Um, 
I don't think the first four sold that many. So it's on the way up. That means uh, demand's only going to go up. So I'm not selling my hillbilly quite yet. Uh, I'm going to hold on to it a little bit longer. Jesus, excuse me. (laughs) Did you hear all that? I did hear all that. Oh, my goodness. I got the hiccups. Uh, Black Mask, another darling of mine that you've kind of cooled on, Kyle. Mm -hmm. Um, Dregs, number one. Sold f- almost six thousand copies at five thousand nine hundred and thirty-two, and that that's a pretty good number, and it was a pretty good book. Uh, Jade Street Protection Services, uh, I dropped that. It's down to twenty-eight hundred. No Angel, still reading that. It's uh, its second issue sold twenty-four hundred. Nobody's reading it. The skep the skeptics is on its third issue, and less people are reading that at twenty-one hundred. Um, I like that book as well. Um, so I know Black Mask um, is in a lot of people's... Um, people are upset about their frequency of issues. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff they're putting out is still good. It's still it. good. It's just, you know, they're not getting the trains out on time, and I get yeah. it. And you talked about Hillbilly number 5. Just keep yeah. in mind, that was a 13-week late book. Hillbilly is not that late. Hillbilly number five, 13 weeks late. No, you see the solicit number right. being August. That's no. going to tell you that it didn't come out on time because we are not two months out from August. It doesn't feel that late. Mm, I, feel I or don't. no feel. That's another thing. And another thing, following the Marvel prop up and fall down, um, which one was that? Uh, slapstick number two dropping almost 68% between one and two. What's Slapstick. That was the the weird. Apparently, nobody cares because it died. I don't even know. I, I don't even remember that one. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I yeah, I have no idea. Um, let me see here. I don't get through DC and into Image. There we've got. Uh, uh, you mentioned a couple of sagas there. The saga number forty-two. Uh, I'm calling it right now. That could be my single issue of the year. Is yours covered in tears? It it was so beautiful and well crafted and devastating and just wonderful and um, uh, twice as many people should be reading this than are. It it's it's just so great. Um, Reborn's great. I like that. Killer you, be hey, killed. Still call good. Call your Squarriers girl because that book was twenty weeks late as well. Squarriers two. Oh yeah, right, it is super. It's been super delayed. I've pretty much forgotten about it. Yeah. Only so just, only fifteen thousand people reading Southern Bastards. Can you believe that? That's cray cray. Um, you talked about uh, God God Country fourteen thousand. It's a good number for us. Uh, loose ends ten thousand. I um missed the boat on a a number two of God Country. That was a mistake. I I went back. Uh, didn't I say on you this did. podcast? You did. And when you, you did say two, that, I went back the next day. I went back the next day and it was gone. It I was didn't gone. say wait on it. I said pick it up if you see it. I know, but it was too late. I had blown it. I had blown it already. Uh, your boy Green Valley, uh, seventy five hundred. Um, you're still way in on this. You're buying yeah. three copies all the way to number nine. I will have 12. three sets of these. You're a crazy person. They're super well written. Kinda. 
He has a record in Hollywood. He has gone on the record Kinda. saying he talks to Hollywood executives about one of his strategies is to write books for the comic book industry and then be able to produce them and be able to say based on comic book. There is something no that, way Green Valley is going to be a no, movie. No, but... Write it down. I'm not writing anything down. You see this? No pencil in my hand. Mark you hear it, nothing? Mark nothing's it scrolled. in ink. Not pencil, ink. This is not going to be a movie because it's too weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. They don't put weird movies out. I, nope, I apologize. Nope, no weird movies. Just It's just straight movies. All right. All La La thing. Land. That's all, we, that's all we want. City of Star. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Manifest Destiny... My boy, Manifest Destiny, the 25th issue, oh, it was a great issue. 7,400 people are reading it. I mean, that's okay, I guess, but uh, uh, not enough. It's so good. So good. Read this book. Uh, Nailbiter, the 28th Dude, issue. January's only- numbers are depressing. These, these, I'm, I'm, I, I click the X. I'm out. They're depressing me. You don't even want to talk about them anymore. No. Uh, Nailbiter's only got two issues left. Uh uh, is it ends on issue thirty, and it's down to well, that's funny because it's a serial killer um, book, and it sold six 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 copies. That's funny. Who am I? Um, Cannibals okay uh, from Image. Black Road I've dropped. Are you still reading that that Brian Wood book? Yeah, I like that book. Yeah, uh, Rock Stars too weird. Not great. Revival's got one more issue. Uh, the 47th issue just came out. Um, and I Buy bought, that comic, support that book, sell that through, please. I did. I, I bought an extra copy off the rack just to um, put put a exclamation point on this series. And only thanks sold for the memories. 4,600 there. So, uh, But I'll follow those guys to their next book, whatever it is. I'm there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to take that 47 to C2E2, so that way they can all sign yeah. the last one and all sign the first one. I like it. I think that's that's pretty cool. Um, and uh, you you said you're done. We don't want you don't want to talk about numbers anymore. No, nah, they're depressing. Everything's dropping like flies. Good books are not doing anything. Number ones are coming out. Only three books over. So sorry, 000. listeners. Blah. We can't we can't give you any more insights because uh, Kyle doesn't want to. Hey, I gave the gold, brother. Uh, the gold. There's no need to keep the bronze walled mount. Well, let's go to previews then. Uh, Drew, I say that part. Okay. All right. Let's head on over to previewsworld.com. Let's click on new releases and see what's coming out in our local comic book shops. March 1st, 2017. Drew, let's start where we always start. Let's start in Dark Horse. Well, it's Once and Future Queen. This is written by Adam P. Knave and DJ Kirkbride with art by Nick Brokenshire. It's out with the old myths, myths and in with the new as a 19-year-old chess prodigy pulls Excalibur from the stone and becomes queen. Now magic, romance, fay, Merlin, and more await her. Lend her your axe as the creators of Amelia Cole start a new age of adventure. So it's not exactly a spinoff. Yeah, THY and Once and Future King is one of my favorite books of all time. Does that mean I have to read this? What is it? Once and Who Future wrote it? King. THY. Who wrote it? THY. THY. Huh? I don't think I've read that. So. Oh yeah. Um, it's that great, huh? Yeah. 
Well, that's neat. Uh, I think you do. I think you have to check it out. And, and you probably are kind of light on Dark Horse anyway, so give them a shot. Yep, absolutely. That's the only thing I had up there um, in the good folks from Dark Horse. There you go. Let's head on down to DC and see what Rebirth has for us. Who's doing um, all of the variant covers? Is it a bunch of different people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each each series has its own variant cover artist for the most part. Because some of those have been really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Aquaman variant is pretty sweet. Um, I don't I haven't been doing a lot of these though. Um, there's a Tim Sale Batman. It looks really nice. I mean, these variants are cool and. I mean. I've been getting the variant on every Nightwing. I get covers A's and B's on Nightwing because I am a Nightwing guy. And I've been picking up as many Jenny Frizen covers as I can on Wonder she's Woman because awesome. yeah, she's, she's phenomenal. She's amazing. Um, and then I pick and choose for the most part for there. And I'm also uh, angrily scouring the secondary market for as many awesome variant covers of Super Sons. But so far, it just makes me feel like uh, small time because I'm not paying some of the prices for some of these things. So I'm just going to wait around because I really um, want as many Super Sons alternative covers as I can get. Could you have pre-ordered them at the time? No, I, I, I everything that was available else. for pre-order I picked up. It's the retailer exclusive ones and the, the Tyler Kirkman variants and all that stuff that oh. are, I think are really cool. And there's some awesome ones out there. Oh, but you. I did not scour and pre-order those. Oh. So it's it's a matter of me saying, well, maybe one will fall to cheap and I'll snag it up because I, I just I don't know I love that series. I don't I haven't read it enough to love that series. I love the concept of that series, and I'm I'm throwing in on it regardless. Well, uh, your boy Justin Jordan, ooh, uh, who we like, who does spread, mm-hmm. um, uh, he's doing something here at DC called Savage Things. It's an eight issue miniseries. Uh, he's do- the art is being handled by Ibrahim Mustafa, with a cover by John Paul Leone, who's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, 25 years ago, a secret government organization kidnapped children, trained them to be chaos agents who went on to foment, unrest, and execute enemies of the state around the world. Um, it's a three ninety nine book. Uh, it doesn't say Vertigo, but it sure looks like a Vertigo book to me mm-hmm. um, uh, from the looks and sounds of it. Uh, but with that creative team, I'm checking it out. I, I want to see what Justin Jordan has to do with uh, with the big publisher. What about Most you? Definitely. Most definitely. I'm in. I can't imagine this thing is uh, in DC proper at all. It's got to be a, a, a Vertigo book, right? Yeah, absolutely. Got it written all over it. Yeah. Um, you know what's a big been a big surprise from Young Animal for me is Shade the Changing Girl. I've really enjoyed that. Um, have you been reading any of the Young Animal books? No, I read the first few of uh, that, and I think I read number one of Cave Carson, and that's been all. No Doom Patrol. Again, I read the first couple. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like Doom Patrol. didn't work for me. Um, I'm reading uh, Mother Panic. I'm enjoying that, and I'm enjoying Shade. Um, but yeah, I dropped cave. Didn't like that either. So that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. And I've been and if, oh, also as far as cover bees, uh, Frank Cho's been doing the Harley Quinn cover bees. Oh, um, so those are always worth snagging up if you can find them. Yeah, that's that is pretty cool. Um, uh, I've been enjoying uh, anything with Jonathan Kent in it. I like that kid. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Super Sons was cool. Um, I'm enjoying him in action. I'm enjoying him in Superman book. Um, nothing better happen to this kid. I'm telling you right now. I'm laying it down, DC. Don't do anything stupid and hurt this kid. He's awesome. Yep. And I want more of him. Like I said, Super Sons. I've been scouring for additional. I just, I just like it. Yeah. I like Jonathan Kent. So a uh, lot of great uh, secondary covers in DC to check out. Um, but, Flintstones. Uh, you still doing Flintstones? Loving Flintstones. Flintstones yeah. issue nine coming out. This one. It, it's really great. Really, really one, great. This one you said it's usually pretty on the nose as far as you know issues. It says in an effort to cheer Fred up after he loses his job, Wilma buys him a new armadillo bowling ball. There's just one problem. It's terrifying the household appliances. Meanwhile, across town, the Bedrock Elite join a shadowy. Prosperity Economic Cult. Wow, I don't know what that means. I don't either. It'll be interesting. It, it always is. Anything else in DC, my brother? No, that'll work. Well, it adds that on to IDW, where I see the first item on our thing is Animal Noir. Now, you yes. love noir books. Do you love Animal Noir books? Probably not. But what if I told you anthropomorphic animals like you've never seen them before? It's Chinatown meets Animal Farm, and just like the George Orwell classic, Lunasek and Juren's animals are an allegory for today's work. Private investigator, the giraffe, Emmanuel Diamond, Manny to his friends, has been asked by his uncle, an influential judge, to tra- track down a prey fantasy movie. Adult films in this world are staged hunts where one animal eats another and the judge's wife starred in one that has been hidden until now. Huh. I'm uh, I'm intrigued, and I'm probably going to check that out. <laughs> yeah. I am a sucker for an- anthropomorphic. <laughs> I didn't see it, but when I, I clicked subscription variant, all right, that cover has got me. Yeah, yeah I, I think I might check that out. Uh, we also have... Uh, Cosmic Scoundrels number one written by Andy Suriana and Matt Chapman with art by Andy Suriana uh, spacefaring bachelor Scallywags Love Savage and Rochambeau along with a little mothering from their ship's AI Mrs. Billingsley shuttle from job to job and continually find themselves on the wrong side of the law <laughs> I'm out yeah, they are working overtime on the font on that, but that's probably the best thing I can say about that is <laughs> working overtime. Uh, Judge Dredd's still around. They've got an annual coming out, so um, check that out if you are so inclined. Um, as does My Little Pony, also mm-hmm. an annual. Um, I'm not inclined for that. So you've, you've fallen down that home that road before, but yeah. I bought one My Little Pony sketch van or something like that i it was a cash grab i regretted it let it go just never forget never forget <laughs> all right drew that's all i've got an idw let's head on down the image ooh, 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 ooh. what 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 rat queens number one crap i didn't order the friggin women history month charity variants i gotta find those oh no <sighs> If you shoot me the uh, code, DEC sixteen eight six six. If you shoot it to me in print form of some sort, in email or text, I can add it to our order. 
There you go. Yeah, because it was not uh, the the women's history was a thing that was added later. I hate when they do stuff like that. Yeah. Images really but anyways, me off about that. Friggin' Rat Queens is back. I'm super yeah. excited. I'm a big fan. All I right. ordered a bunch. I ordered A's and B's because I have everything Rat Queens has ever done, and I really yeah. like Rat Queens. I friggin' love that cover B. Well, that for makes you, me excited for you. I hope you're right, and I hope it's not more of the same uh, train wreck yes. that the second volume was. Correct. Second and third volume, basically. Correct. Um, and I definitely don't want another, uh, what was that one shot that they did? Braga. Oh, oh that was terrible. Ugh. It's because um, you're but, a hate monger, and the fact that she's transgender, you just couldn't handle. That I don't think that has anything to do with it, because I am enjoying alters. So you're enjoying authors a little too much, true. Suck it. Suck it. And I'm enjoying assignment. Actually, oh, yeah, that's right. I like two trans. You like two out of three transgender books I in know. the last two years. What does that say about me? I don't know. Um Extremity number one from Image, written by Daniel Warren Johnson, with art by Daniel Warren Johnson. Uh, Thea dreams not of a better life, but of revenge on the clan that ruined her life. With ferocious battles between man, machines, and monsters ahead, who knows where her quest for vengeance will take her? Now, I've al- already read some preview pages in the back of multiple image books, and uh, it's pretty good. I liked it. I like what I saw, so I'm excited about this. Looks good, sounds good. But Drew, what is the thing that with the same writer and artist on the same book, we always worry about it coming out on time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this will be the only one that comes out on time. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Now, as we we glance down the um, Image Plus magazines, um, when they started charging money for these, um, I think both you and I jumped off pretty short in short order after that we correct we, we stopped and they're still independently orderable mm-hmm. through our comic shop but um i am regretting not biting the bullet and i getting they're the still available 12. you can legitimately buy all 11 right now from you can order all 11 yeah 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 uh, i know okay so but, we, we've missed nothing well, but but buying eight two dollar books is sixteen dollars. Mm-hmm. By buying a two dollar book every month for eight months is easier to swallow. Okay, you know what I mean. Yes. So I kind of wish I would have just bought it every month. I don't wish I would buy all the back issues right now. Gotcha. You know what I mean. What I'm looking forward to buying is Nailbiter 30. Oh, I can't wait. Extra-sized series finale. 16 of the world's serial killers were born and raised in the same small town. And now the horrible truth of why is finally revealed. And, of course, this cover, an homage to number one. Good series. Series that I should not like. There's no reason for this. This this yeah. does not say in any way, shape, or form, Kyle. Um, but something I have purchased every single one and really super enjoyed. Did you read 29? Not yet. Oh, my God. Good, good, good? You're killing me. <sighs> no, it's not really real good. Oh. It's, I mean, it's good. but I'm, I'm more confused now than when we started this conversation. It's just it, they, the 
they're they're wrapping stuff up and explaining mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. And I don't know if you're going to be satisfied with their explanation because I'm not sure I am. There you go. That's what. Well, we've got an additional to see how it completely wraps up. Yes. Yes. So we got one more. We also have Paper Girls number twelve. Of course, Brian K. Vaughn with art and cover by Cliff Chang. I'm going to go ahead and read this whole solicit for you. Growing up can be deadly. Nice. Uh, Each man. one of these is gets gets better. When I they look do. at this book from the first couple to right now, super good book. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it's much better than it was when it started, and I love it. Um, Royal City, number one, Jeff Lemire, writer, Jeff Lemire, artist. It's a double-sized debut issue. You cannot charge five bucks for issue one. Moving on. Shut up, it's Jeff Lemire. Royal City charts the lives, loves, and losses of a troubled family in a vanishing town across three decades. Patrick Pike. A fading literary star who reluctantly returns to the once thriving factory town where he grew up. He's quickly drawn back into the dramas of his two adult siblings, his overbearing mother and his brow-beaten father, all of whom are still haunted by different versions of his youngest brother, Tommy, who drowned decades ago. Royal City is a return to the literary and thematic territory of Lemire's breakthrough graphic novel Essex County and is his most ambitious personal project to date so suck it it's going to be great it's a double size definitely worth five bucks don't listen to Kyle get this Eon Walking Dead 165 opportunity when Alexandria is at its weakest they strike Mm. talk about think tank Mm. Not for me. Matt Hawkins, volume I'm five. Do- I'm done. I'm done with Think Tank. Yeah. All right. No longer care about the environment. Gotcha. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> All right, let's move on down to Marvel. America, number one. This just looks like a cash grab. Why? I don't know. It just does. Um,. I barely remember America Chavez from um, Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. That's where I remember her from. Um, that's the only thing I know her from. I'm sure she's been in a lot of other stuff, and I'm sorry I don't know that stuff. But this is written by Gabby Rivera with Joe Quinones on art. Um, willing to check it out. Uh, but I agree. I don't know that it's going to be a long-term pull lister. Uh, Bullseye was good. Um, why was the first issue five dollars and the second issue is back to three ninety nine? I don't know. Cause they can do that. Cause they can. <laughs> Moon Knight number twelve. Jeff Lemire, Greg Smallwood. Uh, we continue to go through uh, all of Moon Knight's personalities. Hey, you know what's good? Hawkeye. Uh, yeah. Nobody's reading it, but yeah, I enjoyed the first two. The first three were good. You need some time off so you can catch up. No doubt. Star Wars number 29. Back to Yoda. A problem Yoda has. A big problem. Yeah, this this Yoda thing is uh, taking a long time. Uh, the last issue, 28, uh, was basically him uh, climbing up a mountain. 
and mm-hmm. it took a long freaking time, and nothing happened. So I was really <laughs> disappointed in it. What is Spider-Man Homecoming Prelude number one? It is a way to make money with a movie coming up. Oh, 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 I gotcha. It's a movie thing. There you go. Silk 18. This may be where I just jump back on Silk just to try because uh, I have a long love affair with Silk that I've uh, we've, we've grown apart, but this may be our <laughs> chance. In the wake of the clone conspiracy, Cindy Moon is left brokenhearted. This makes matters worse. Her family is hiding a dangerous secret, and Silk may not be able to save all of them. Okay. Drew, if you'd like to click on slapstick number four. Um, that's who Slapstick is. Who is Slapstick? Remember we talked about his uh, book tanking and you said, who the hell is Slapstick? I just didn't know if you wanted a reminder. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anything else for you? Unstoppable Wasp, perhaps? No. No. There you go. Um, guest starring Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur with a special appearance by the original Wasp, Jeanette Van Dyne. There you go. There you go. All right, Drew, let's head on into the back half. Let's look at our smaller publishers, your Aftershock Comics, your Oni Presses, and all of your others. Gotcha. Uh, Let's talk about Agents of Pact from Chapter House Comics, that Canadian comic publisher, uh, written by Kalman Androsovsky. With uh, and Blake Northcutt with art by F- Federica Manfredi and a cover by Sanya Enoir. Chapterverse launches this new brand, this brand new series. X Files meets Velvet meets Birds of Prey, and there you go. I, I I have um, steered clear of everything Chapter House. Um, I don't think I have a bias against Canadians, but I, maybe I do. Because I I, I've, I I didn't want anything to do with Captain Canuck and anything else that they put out, I just kind of steered clear of. I don't know why that is. Hmm. What about America Karate number one by Brockton McKinney and Corey Kalman with art by Devin Roth? Hmm. In the vein of the greatest 80s action flicks of all time, such as Bloodsport. Jim Cotta, Rambo, Commando, and Kickboxer comes Americarati, the story of one American fight Americans fight to karate fight with karate for America and karate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they didn't do me any favors there. Wow. I'm gonna pass. Um but maybe But uh, wait, oh, wait, wait, there is a Oh, you're not done. Americarati April O'Neill photo variant. April O'Neil, like from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. April I O'Neil? believe the uh, adult film star April O'Neil. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> I wasn't even close then. We've got a all-time comics crime destroyer number one, written by Josh Byer, Herb Trimpke. Hey, we old know that school, name. yeah. Benjamin Mara with art by Herb Trimpke, Josh Byer, and Benjamin Mara from Fanographics. The publisher of the world's greatest cartoonist comes all-time comics, a shared superhero universe featuring the world's most fantastic heroes, Atlas, Blind Justice, Bullwhip, Crime Destroyer. Each issue features a mashup of the new cartoonists and classic comic book creators 
collaborating with writer Josh Breyer to unleash superhero stories that no other publisher would dare to publish. Huh. It's five bucks. Um, seems interesting, but eh, they're not showing the cover. I'm not sure if I would uh, take a chance, even though I do like the concept. Atoll number two. Uh, there was some good movement on Atoll number one, of course, written by Tim Daniel. Uh, one of those shark books. Uh, another, another, yet another shark book. Yep. Awesome. Uh, Brave Chef. Brave Chef. Chef. Brave Chef. 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 Brave Chef Brianna, number one, uh, is a kaboom book. So, uh, For the Kids, written by Sam Sykes, Selena Esperato, and uh, covered by Bridget Underwood. And so it's based on um, a work by fantasy author Sam Sykes. Dollface has a St. Patrick's Day special cover. Nice. So several covers uh, for St. Patrick's Day. Um, but you talked about how much you enjoyed Dollface 1. Very much so. And 2. 2 is good too. And 2, sorry. Uh, freelance number 1, also from Chapter House. And this is written by Jim Zub, uh, who does uh, Wayward over at uh, Image. And with art by Veneca, Veneta, Varek. Jesus. I believe that <laughs> one. And a cover by Alexander Perkins. Uh, chapter verse launches with this brand new series. Lance Valiant, John Cabot, and Tasha Kolchak. Fearless explorers who delve into hidden secrets of our world and protect us from the threats beyond imagination. But the greatest secret of all may be Lance's own mysterious past. See, um, they're trying to suck me in here, mm -hmm. um, all these Canadians, but um, I need to I need to fight it. <laughs> what about the what, Riverdale one shot? Have you been watching Riverdale? I've not. Uh, Should some, I be? Some of our our listeners have been and uh, are liking it, and uh, as am I. I think it's fantastic. And All right, Drew, what is the cover to have for Riverdale? Ooh. Ooh. That's a tough call. There's a lot of good ones there, and uh, without clicking on each and every one of them to look at them, uh, I would look at these and say Corey Smith, maybe? There you go. It's probably my favorite. That's a lot of them. Yeah, there are some good ones. I personally like the Dan Parent version. We've got uh, Rough Riders Nation number one from Aftershock. It is a uh, top secret. No solicit at all. True Smoketown number one from Scout Comics. Written by Philip Kennedy Johnson with art by Scott Van Domelen and an art by Dustin Mollick from acclaimed writer Philip Kennedy Johnson, which we know from Warlords of Appalachia and The Last Sons of America. And introducing artist Scott Van Domelen comes the first of an interconnecting series of chapters in the tradition of David Latham's Stray Bullets, Brubaker and Phillips' Criminal, and Pulp Fiction. Each chapter explores the final days of a murdered soldier from a new perspective, each one exposing the crime side of the small industrial Pennsylvania town. In Chapter 1, Killing Marcus, after a life-or-death situation, a battered wife and mother 
as until sunrise to cover up her husband's murder, not knowing that her actions have set her up for a confrontation with some even more dangerous people. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And Scout Comics has done uh, fairly well. Yeah. Good stuff. I don't see anything else. Young Terrorist number two going to a second print. Um, the Living Crap sold out of Young Pre uh, Terrorist number one because uh, there were very few of them. So there will be even fewer of number two. If you see it, pick it up. It is a $7 book. You would, but... buy, you would buy a $7 second printing. You would do that? I don't know. I don't know either. But I know that the first printing friggin' disappeared. Yeah, that's true. So. They're not, and most people will not have reordered that, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Exactly. Drew, this is the point in the podcast where I ask you what your book of the week is. What is the one book worth going to your LCS, making that special trip, going there on day one, and saying, I need that book for this short box because I think yep. in just a small amount of time that's going to be worth a little bit of money. Drew, what do you got for me? Well, you got $10 in your pocket. Mm -hmm. And you could buy a couple of books, maybe three DC books if you wanted to. But I'm telling you to buy Royal City Number One and Royal City Cover B, Women's History Month charity variant. Pick them both up. Uh, I think they'll be great. Wow, ten dollars for two comics seems a little bit steep, Drew. Uh, I know, I know, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, nothing's happened in Walking Dead for a while, so I am eyeballing the crap out of this book as something crazy happening. Um, so it will be one uh, I flip through with the idea of buying multiples. Um, I am biased and love Rat Queens, so take that with a grain of salt when I say that is worth picking up. Which um, one, no. though? Um, if I you can only buy one cover, which one are you going to buy? Cover B is the better cover and the better looking cover. So you're not going to get the Women's History Month charity variant. Oh, I'm getting all three, Drew. Right. Yeah. But you're but not recommending that to anyone. Um. Hundred percent of the proceeds go to the Women's March History. Var I mean, yeah. So, donated to Plant Parenthood. So, if you see it, pick it up because I think there'll be less of them. Um, so, if you see the the Women's History Month, those are probably your smartest bet. Um, you should also, if you see the Royal City one, pick it up. You hate Planned Parenthood, though. <laughs> I don't hate Planned Parenthood. It's irrelevant to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will be. Keeping an eye on Once and Future Queen from Dark Horse. True, true. Yeah, we kind of slept on that one. That's true. That's that. That could be a good one as well. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. So, yeah, lots of really good books coming out. A, a good start to March. Um, March, I believe, is going to be difficult for me to click on my calendar. One, two, three, four. We have five weeks in March, so just know one of those weeks is going to blow. <laughs> so. Just know it's a five-week month. Uh, we want to thank you so much for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we delve into all your comics coming out March 1st, 2017. Of course, we've already told you about the iTunes reviews, and we appreciate those. We've told you about following us on Twitter, Facebook, or dropping us a line on our Gmail account. We, of course, love your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. There's a ton of books this week, and if we missed a book... In, uh, in, our, in our spiel, if there's something we glossed over and didn't spend enough time on, please let us know. If there's something uh, you want to say about 
Drew's five dollar number ones, uh, <laughs> you know, shoot a line in and say um, that has never worked in the past, and that is obviously not going to work now. If you have collected all sixty issues of U.S. Avengers, um, draw drop us a line and tell us what that's about, um, or anything else. We just love to hear from you. So we thank you so much for listening to Comic Fro- Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tuning along to issue three hundred and sixty six for Drew and myself. See ya. Yeah, you know, Dollface was $5. Wah, wah. <laughs>